Krishna Govinda Hari Murari He Nath Narayan Vasu Deva Shri Guru Charan Saroj Raja Nijman Mukar Sudhari Barno Raghubar Bimal Jasu Jodaya Kufal Chari Buddhihin Tanu Janike Sumiro Pavan Kumar Bal Buddhi Vidya Dehu Mohi Harahu Kalesh Bekar Jai Hanuman Gyan Gun Sagar Jai Kapishti Hulok Ujagar Ram Dut Atulit Bal Thama Anjani Putra Pavan Sut Nama Mahabir Bikram Vajrangi Kubati Nivari Sumati Kesangi Kanchan Baran Viraj Subesa Kanan Kundal Kujit Kesa Aat Bajra Audhvaja Viraji Kathi Buj Janehu Saji Sakar Suvan Kesari Nandan Tej Pratap Mahajag Bandhan Vidhyavan Guni Ati Chatur Rab Kaj Karibhe Ko Atur Prabhu Charitra Sunibhe Ko Rasiya Rab Lakhan Sita Man Basya Sukshma Roop Dhari Siyahi Dikhava Bikat Roop Dhari Lagg Jarava Bheem Roop Dhari Asur Sabhari Rab Chandra Ke Kaj Sabhari Lai Sajeeva लखन जियाए श्री रघुबीर हरशि उर लाए रघुपति की ढी बहुत बढ़ाई तो बाप्रिय भरता ही संभाई सहस बधन तुम रोज से गावे अस कही श्रीपति कट्ठ लगावे सन का दिख ब्रमादि मुनीसा नारद सारद सहित अहीसा जब कुबेर दिग पाल जहाते कभी कौबिद कही सके कहते तुब उपकार सुग्रीव ही कीधा राब बेलाय राजपत दीधा तुब रो मत्र भी भीशन माना लंकेश्वर भय सब जग जाना जुक सहस्त्र जो जन पर भानू लीलियो ताही मधुर फल जानू प्रभु बोत्रिका वैली मुख बाही जलदी लागी गए अचरज नाही दुर्गम काज जगत के जेते सुगम अनुग्रह तुभरे तेते राम दुवारे तुम रखवारे होत ना आग्या बेनु पैसारे सब सुख लहे तु भारी शरणा तुम रक्षक काहू को डरना आपन तेज सवारो आपे तीनो लोक हाक ते कापे पूत पिशाच निकट नई आवे महाबीर जब नाम सुधावे नासे रोग हरे सब पीरा जपत निरतर हनुमत बीरा सकट ते हनु बान छुडावे बन क्रम बचन ध्यान जो लावे सब पर राम तपस्वी राजा तिन के काज सकल तुम साजा और बनोरत जो कोई लावे सोई अमित जीवन फल पावे चारो जुग पर ताप तुभारा है पर सिद्ध जगत उजियारा साधु सत्य के तुम रखवारे असुर निकदन राम दुलारे 
अष्ट सेधि के दाता असबर दीन जान की माता राम रसायन तुभरे पासा सदा रहो रघुपति के दासा तुभरे भजन राम को पावे जनम जनम के दुख बिसरावे अंत कालु रघु पर बुर जाही जहाँ जन्म हरि भक्त कहाई और देवता चित्त न धरही हनुमत से ही सर्व सुख करही संकट कटे बिटे सब पीरा जो सुबिरे हनुमत बल बीरा जय 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 हनुमान गुसाई कृपा करो गुरुदेव की नाई जो सत बार पाठ करे कोई छूट ही बंधि महासुख होय जो यह पढ़े हनुमान चालीसा होए सिद्ध सा की गौरी सा तुलसीदास सदा हरिचेरा की जय नाथ हृदय वह डेरा पवतरे संकट हरण मंगल मूरती रूप राम लखन सीता सहित हृदय बसो सुर भूप सियावर राम चंद्र की जय पवन सुत हनुमान की जय उपति महादेव की जय बोलो रे भाई सब सतन की जय जय श्री कृष्ण जय श्री राम सो द प्रीवियस सेशन और टू वी हैव बी ट्राई टू अंडरस्टैंड द गुरुज ऑफ रघुवंश gurus of the ikshvaku or suryavansh dynasty and we understood that gurus are very important because they are able to guide you a true guru would be a person who can see a lot beyond what we can see knows a lot more about the past and is very very attuned to the present also in other words the vision is greater than our vision he has a birds eye view he has a closer vision a lot of things so having a guru was very essential for raghuvach ikshvaku suryavaj to reach where they reached having ram in their lineage we talked about raja harish chandra but what bhagwat talks about raja harish chandra is a little bit different in bhagwat it is said that raja harish chandra and shevya were not having a child and hence they played prayed to varun dev and when they prayed to varun dev they said that once we have a worthy child we are going to hand him over to you like the fairy tales right it happens in the fairy tales also however rohit was born and that what took over was babkara where you get attached to your child and you do not want to part and that is but natural this is another leela and raja harish chandra kept delaying it he said oh he's still a child let 12 days pass oh he has not got rid of the milk teeth let the milk teeth fall oh he has not been initiated oh so it so it so and finally rohit actually found out that varun dev was going to take him away and so he escaped and he at that time is said to have done a lot of tirath after be guided by narad muni and indra they told him not to go back and so he did a lot of tirath that finally varudev lost his school and he cursed raja harishchandra and he get got a very weird stomach ailment and when rohit found out about it he wanted to come back to save his father and surrender however again indradev narad muni said that you cannot sacrifice your life you cannot give up yourself to varudev 
why don't you take a substitute? Yes, this kind of a pratha was there before. So there was another Brahmin. He volunteered or was given over by his father. And he was taken. And uh, in the journey, it is said that he met Vishwamitra. Vishwamitra promised that nothing would happen to him if he chanted those uh, verses which were given by Vishwamitra. And so... It went on exactly like that. Nothing happened to him. And his story we are going to, his name was Sudashep. And his story we are going to study, his life history, what happened to him in great depth when we reach the later chapters. As of now, Rohit was saved. Sudashep was saved. Raja Harishchandra was cured. Varundev was satisfied. And everything went off well. Now, you might wonder that we have always heard of Raja Harishchandra as the one who always kept his word and uh, he never deviated from his path at all. Well, that is what he was. That is his image. And this is also an episode in his life. Probably it's not mentioned in many of the scriptures, but Bhagavatam highlights it just because of one lapse does not make a person untruthful or characterless. Nahi. This was also a leela. This was a leela so that Rohit could do all those pilgrimage, meet all those sages, do all the tapasya which was needed to carry forward his father's task. And as for Sudashep, he had to be liberated. Later he was liberated. So this kind of a leela, this kind of a play, was done to benefit both Rohit and Sudashep. Now, how is it possible? Of course it's possible. We are rotating, isn't it? Yes, there's a rotation happening. Sattva, Treta, Dwapar, Kalyuk. Sattva, Treta, Dwapar, Kalyuk. It goes on happening. And in chapter 2, we have studied about chapter 3, I think. We have studied book 3. We have studied about <coughs> the life of Brahma and how many how many yogs, how many kalps it is taking place. And then the leelas are repeated with a slight difference. So maybe in one of the kalps, this leela of Raja Harishchandra was repeated with a slight difference based on what was needed. Yes, every Treta Yuga, Shri Ram takes avatar, every Dapar Yuga, Shri Krishna comes. Every Satyuk, there is a different Leela. And this is repeated. The cycle goes on and on and on. And there is a slight deviation. So, basically what I'm trying to say is, if you come across a lot of scriptures with a lot of contradictions, don't get deluded. Don't feel don't become fanatic about this is right and that is wrong. That is not the purpose of the scripture. The purpose of the scripture is to make you a better you. And to that extent, different ways of narration is taking place and different leelas of the Lord are taking place. Learn from what the story tells don't debate over it. We have this tendency of becoming very rigid. And then when we become very rigid and then when we break, we become so, when we become rigid, we become brittle. And when we become brittle, we break very easily. If that is happening while you are reading any text, close it. Because the purpose is not being served. These scriptures make you softer by the day. They make you very, very accepting. They make you very gentle. You become very inclusive in your tendencies. That is how we can gauge what is the change that is happening. The minute we become rigid instead of fluid, there is something wrong that we are doing. Our path is not on track. Stop. Think. So, this is another story I have told you in a very brief way. And it's interesting and we are going to read about it later. But today, we are going to talk about one of my 
favorite stories we are in chapter book 9 chapter 8 where we start reading about how shri gaga came to earth yes we have heard many of heard have heard the story many of us have heard the story shri gaga descended on earth descends on earth how again it is because of the surya vachis and it's beautiful how it unfolds and the more you read the simple narration we feel that it is packed with all the wisdom of the scriptures now assimilating gaga getting her down is not easy what is gaga gaga is knowledge right gaga is knowledge and how does she flow she flows from up to down but hum to niche hote hi nahi na we are superior we are always up we always know that the ganga does not come to get ganga down humility is very 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 important you have to reach to a phase where i know becomes i do not know and this is what see we are in book died right book died is ishudu katha ishudu katha to understand shri krishna at book death unless and until we are humbled we are able to put our head down we are able to put our doses down can we understand shri krishna we can't it's a systematic process of bellowing but down that does not make you weak being accepting being forgiving being loving being all inclusive does not proclaim a person to be weak it makes you strong that makes you ready for the divine knowledge now after rohit there were descendants and then down that lineage came bharuk bharuk was a king in the suryavanshi lineage he came down after rohit rohit ruled well then the descendants and all the names are mentioned in bhagavat and finally it reached bharuk but by the time it reached bharuk bharuk was invaded and he had to give up his kingdom so unfortunately he could not hold on to the empire and he went off to the jungles and he said it's okay if i've lost the empire it does not matter let me just do tapas right take a god's will jo ho gaya ho gaya so that point the entire empire was lost to invaders now he and his wife sat in tapas and it just so happened that over the course of time bharuk left his body and there was a pratha that his wife also wanted to descend ascend to vaikund with him however their guru again the importance of a guru to tell you what to do when their guru stopped them aurav was the name of the guru aurav and he stopped her he said no you're carrying a child and hence you cannot ascend to vaikund dham with bharuk she said okay if that is the case and it so conspired that where the other co-wives found out that she was expecting it they were not there was a phase of jealousy and so at that time the other wives poisoned this lady this queen who was expecting bharuk's child what happened nothing happened sagar that is the name sagar is surrounded by poison he survived he survived and he was born and that is why they gave him the name sagar sagar is surrounded by poison 
it's her it so happens was a very great ruler he was able to get back his father's kingdom so much so that he became a universal monarch he ruled very well and as promised to the gurus he did not kill in the name of capturing and conquering however he would give punishment to the people who had wronged or who had cheated in a very very funny banner if i may say he would probably remove their hair or their mustache whatever was uh, um, you know declothe them and such kind of punishments were given or defigure them but nobody was killed or harmed in his kingdom so the punishments were given like that and slowly he regained the entire kingdom and became a universal monarch a king of the entire world once again started ruling he had two wives one was subati and one was keshini and he was a very pious king from subati he had 60000 sons from keshini he had a son called asmajas oh under the guidance of his guru they said let's conduct a yagna a ashwamedha yagna and uh, that was a pratha at that time and we have heard about a lot of ashwamedha yagnas in those days so the ashwa was left free and the ashwa wherever the ashwa went would become his territory and every, anybody who had the courage to capture the ashwa would have to fight with sagar over that piece of land so this was the last realm of the ashwamedha yagna after this yagna would be completed sagar would become the universal monarch last realm last yagna very essential so they were it was being conducted and the ashwa was let free sagar his kings his family the yagna was being carried out, carried out they were waiting for the ashwa to come back however it just so happened that the ashwa did not come back why did the ashwa come back the horse because indradev yes the one sitting in abravati panicked he said agar ashwamedha yagna complete ho jata hai if this ashwamedha yagna gets completed i might rule lose my kingdom now how is it relevant that indra would lose his kingdom by uh, sagar completing an ashwamedha yagna on earth indra is the ruler of heavens does not make sense isn't it what is the correlation over here why does time and again indra panics we'll get to that so indra what indra did is he took the ashwamedha yagna uh, ashwa the ashwamedha yagna's horse ashwa and he hid it down where kapil dev was doing his tapasya now kapil dev was sitting in deep meditation we know kapil dev is one of the swarup or one of the avatars of shri narayan only so he was sitting there and behind kapil dev indra dev waited hid the ashwa the horse and there in the kingdom there was a great chaos as to where has the horse disappeared the first thing is nobody has the courage to take over the horse so how can the horse disappear who had the courage now all the kings were present in the yagna they said none of us have taken the horse we support you sagar you are a universal monarch we don't want to fight with you nobody in any of the loks not only earth earth is one of the lok right there are seven below seven above there are total 14 lokas so that none of the lokas none of the people residing in any of the lokas had the courage to take the horse then where did it go so he summoned his sons 60000 of them over the sons of subati and he said go look for my horse go look for my horse get him back as soon as possible because we have to complete this ashwamedha yagna theek hai the sons went now the 60000 sons they went looking in all corners they dug the earth they uprooted the trees they shifted mountains not only this they went to the ocean and disturbed the 
entire livestock of the ocean while looking for this horse. Everybody was disturbed, distracted, troubled just because they were looking for the horse. 60,000 of them digging, harbing, cutting, chopping, moving and creating havoc everywhere because they wanted that horse. And finally, they felt that it is not on earth, let's go down below. So when they started digging below, and the entire, the four elements holding all the cardinal points also started shivering. And finally, they reached a place where Kapal Muni was sitting under the tree doing his tapasya. When they reached there, immediately they looked at Kapal Muni Again, it was evident and visible that it was a sage doing his tapasya. However, because the Ashwa, the horse was behind him, they started rebuking, they started shouting, they started cursing. They said, you are the thief. You stole this horse. You took our Ashwa. You are a hypocrite. You are so and so. The judgments were passed. The words were said. And negativity actually started floating all over. And this negativity, which was being uttered by 60,000 of them, proclaimed them dead. Yes, the minute such thoughts, such words come out of somebody's mouth where another person is being demeaned, is the cause of that person's demise. We have no right to judge or say anything about anybody else, no matter who he or she is, because we do not know their full story and we never will be able to know. And more often than less, whenever two people sit, this is what they do. Assess your conversations. So the minute a negative thought, the minute gossip, the minute backbiting comes out of your mouth, you are as good as dead, you are as good as destroyed, you are as good as burned to ashes. It is very simple. Nobody kills anybody. In Gita, when Arjun is lamenting, and Sri Krishna is trying to tell him, Are Murak, why are you lamenting? The people you see in front of you are already dead. You are not going to kill them. You think you are the doer. You have so much power that you will destroy them without my will. They are already dead because of their karmas. Because of what they have said. Because of what they have done. Because of what they have uttered. Because of lack of vigilance. Vadi ek anbol hai. Jo koi bole jani. Hiye taraju tol kar. फिर मुख बाहर आदी पर हम तो सोचने से पहले मुख खोली देते विदाउट थिंकिंग वी स्पीक डोंट स्पीक विदाउट थिंकिंग एंड असेस योर वर्ड्स इज इट ट्रूथफुल इज इट काइंड इज इट नीडेड इफ इट इज ट्रूथफुल इज इट काइंड इफ इट इज काइंड is it needed? If it is not truthful, is it needed? Again, assess, does this word need to be said? This is how precious our words are. But we have no control because we have to talk. And what is the point of talking? Whatever we have in our mind or our heart never comes to our tongue, right? We think of something else, we speak about something else and we end up doing something else. There is no harmony, there is no alignment, there is no point. These words are futile. That is why most of the sages after a point do not know what to say because what is being said and what is being understood will also be different. Such is the power of words. When the words are used to demean somebody, when the words are used to rebuke somebody, when the words are used to hurt somebody, those words are as strong as fire. And that fire does not destroy the person whom you are talking about. The fire destroys you, the speaker. And sweet words, kind words, soothing words are like a breath. 
Now these 60,000 sons were in the control of Idra. Idra stole the horse. Idra hid it behind Kapil Muni. Idra influenced these 60,000 to create a havoc around the world for their own personal benefit. They did not realize that just because I am looking for something or I want something, I have no right to disturb the peace of anything else. Just because I want to cross the road, I have no right to startle a cat. My right ends where somebody else's right begins. Just because you want something, think, are you creating a disturbance all around you? But they did not think. That is why we always say, be careful, don't use the word passion. Passion is blind. In our scriptures, passion is not appreciated at all. And what do we teach our children? What do we teach ourselves? Be passionate about something. You know, you have to have that burning passion. Burning passion makes you ruthless. Because it kills discrimination. And without discrimination, if you act in the world, you will create more good than bad. Sorry, more bad than good. Because with discrimination, if you act, more good will be created as compared to bad. It's very simple. So passion makes you blind. Passion makes you one-pointed. You do not even care whether somebody else or something else is being disturbed in the process. And that somebody else or something else could be somebody very important. Something very important. Do we have a right to destroy what comes on our path just because of our goal? No. Many a times we have seen people who are focused, who have worked their entire life to reach somewhere. But they know this. They have learned this. An athlete almost able to cover up and win a race would stop when somebody else stumbles and help him through because there, there is no passion. Yes, there is hard work. But hard work with discrimination. Yes, there is a goal. But the goal is not heartless. We have become a generation of heartless people. Kaise bhi karke hamara kaab ho jaye, dunya bhaad mein jaye. Really? So this was the 60,000 sons of Subati who had lost their reasoning because Indra was controlling them. Now what is Indra? Indra first of all is a designation in heaven. Right? It is not the name every time a new Indra is allotted based on the karmas. Heaven is not a final destination where you live permanently. You go to heaven because of your punya. The minute the punya becomes zero because in heaven, punya accumulation cannot happen. Good deeds and bad deeds. The good deed accumulation happens only as a human. In heavens, you live off the money or you live off your punya. The minute your punya has become shed or it has become finished, you are kicked out. You are not asked to leave politely. You are literally kicked out of heaven and you come back to Brithyo Lok and depending on your uh, journey in the past, you are born in different yonis. Yonis are species. And this human yoni will come or not, God only knows. That's why even devas sitting in Indra are totally overawed by the human birth. They wish, you know, they are envious that human birth will jai. Because this birth is the birth where accumulation of punya and later on the capacity to give all your punya to God. So Tikshta, Agastabudi, all of them, when God came, He said, what do you want? They said, we do not want anything. But God, we want to give you something. All through our lives, we have a bundle, a basket of good deeds that we have filled. We offer all our good deeds to you. Everything to you. Are? 
but with these good deeds you can go to heaven with these good deeds you can do so much you can get mukti also are nahi 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 kuch nahi chahiye god all our good deeds all our punya are at your feet this is yours tera tujhko arpan prabhu kya lage hai mera not the material world not the tangible or the intangible gains also everything is yours prabhu indra knew that firstly his designation is heaven is temporary right anybody can take over so when a person is moving towards that post indra gets agitated that is what we think from the outside world now go inside what is indra indra is our indriyas our senses the taste sense of taste the sense of touch karma indriya gyan indriya all of these indriyas which like to roll around in the world outside they revel in the world outside the sensuous pleasures and when somebody is able to control these indriyas all the senses you know and move them inwards towards the lord who does get who gets agitated the king of the indriyas he is afraid he troubles and yes that will happen most of the time when one is able to control all the senses and pull them in words the challenges are going to be greater because indra is getting uncomfortable suddenly he is not in control suddenly you have become the master and your senses are not your masters aren't we currently but the slaves of our senses of course we are we are the slave of smell we are the slave of what we hear we are the slave of our legs we go wherever it takes us we are the slave of our tongues you know we want to eat whatever we want to speak whatever we are the slaves of our mind we are the slave of everything that we consider to be masters of kuch nahi and when somebody starts taking control that is when indra gets agitated this is what is happening over here indra is totally agitated <coughs> and he is like no i cannot let this yagna get completed i cannot let the slave become my master the so called slaves we think we are the masters we are not the first thing on this journey to self realization is the understanding that we are not the masters we are the slaves of our sense organs we are the slave of our mind we are the slave of our body and the minute this realization dawns that i do not want to be the slave anymore and then the tapas and the penance and the practice starts indra starts getting agitated the indriya starts revolting it is normal isn't it it is simple thing like weight loss how much rev- how much do our indriyas revolt hota hai na ki bhi karna hai we know this excess weight is not good for me but this tongue small little tongue does not let us take something healthy this body does not want to work out you know dard hoga so much aaj nahi we'll do it tomorrow that excess about of water also we do not want to drink in spite of knowing that it is good instead let's have some coffee or tea or cold drink why because our indriyas are revolting because we are their slaves try to think like this take up a task simple task and see how much resistance is being rendered resistance is not outside resistance is not because of people resistance is always from within failures don't happen because of others we fail because we are unable to control our temptations we are unable to stay disciplined we are unable to stay dedicated we are unable to pursue what is right and this is exactly what is happening indra has taken charge suddenly 
he hit the horse because that was the last yagna that needed to be completed now the sons of subati subati is good bati right good thinking good thoughts kubati is bad thoughts the sons of subati positive sons positive thoughts 60000 of them went to look for the horse but indra brainwashed them the good thoughts were turned into bad and temptation took over and what happened was the good thoughts were destroyed kaise destroy hui good the good thoughts finished because they were taken over by negativity because indra took charge again our indriyas took charge again and because of that when they came in the company of kapilabudi who is kapilabudi we have read about kapilabudi in the beginning chapters of shrimad bhagavat mahapurana and kapilabudi did not destroy them he did not turn them into ashes he did not burn them a sage is very compassionate a sage would not kill anybody a sage would not use his powers to destroy sage would always use his powers for good so it is not that kapilabudi turned them into ashes no it is actually their own karbas they were already turned into ashes at this good thought became bad thought and the bad thought when it came near a sage kapilabadi god almost got destroyed this is what it is trying to say when you are coming into the company of a good person an elevated person in the vicinity of the positive the negative melts away and this is what happened it's a beautiful story look at how it is flowing it is amazing to see the analogy how our sages are trying to explain things to us it is just flowing in fact bhagavat is flowing from the first canto to the second canto to the third canto one chapter to the other it is a flow none of our scriptures are random compilation of anything there is a thought a simple novel or a fiction book that you are reading has a flow both these scriptures have a flow they do they have taken us so far slowly and the great sages they always ask have you read the bhagavat and you say yes yes i have read it how many times one till you have read it five times you have not even read it as per their definition 20 bar padhoge tab thodi samajh aayegi and we feel ki ha humne ye kar liya hai it is not like a tick on your agenda like you know you are going for, as a tourist you had there are certain tick mark tourists right you go to a place and they want to tick okay 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 we have seen all this no this is not how the scriptures are read take your time experience every chapter go into the depth of it think about it what is it saying to you over here it's so beautiful how indra can take over how, what happens when you are in the company of a sage what happens when bad thoughts take over what happens when you are uttering negative words to a sage in the company of good the bad gets destroyed isn't it so the minute kapil budi opened his eyes it is said that all the 60000 sons turned into ash 60000 of them and the horse was still there behind him grazing kapil budi went back to his tapasya what would he do did kapil budi get agri see think about it now sages are all satvik agar is tabasik kapil budi is sakshat avatar of shri hari he is fully satva can tabas ever take over him can tabas ever take over these sages we actually 
derive a wrong meaning and then see say oh my god the sage is cursed there is never a curse as we go on and we understand the story of ganga coming to the earth will realize that this was not a curse the sage did not burn them kapil muni merely opened his eyes and they became totally ashes now tabogan ignorance in the form of anger can never touch a satvik person and whose divine person is capable of purifying the whole universe how can he be attached to anything negative how can there be a sense of difference between a friend and a foe in a person like in a sage like lord kapil says the bhagavat it is not possible so saying that kapilamuni got angry because he was cursed and hence he turned all these people into ashes is wrong interpretation this was the scenario where they came and they became ashes there was no anger there was no ego because a sage is beyond fame and defame you can hit a sage the sage won't get angry you can applaud a sage the sage would not gloat praises and negativity does not affect a sage and this was the situation here also so far indra is successful the horse is there sagar has not been able to complete his yagna right and the sons 60000 of them are destroyed subati destroyed and negativity also now there is no thought whatsoever basically zero over there in the kingdom raja sagar is waiting he is waiting for his 60000 sons to come back with the horse however the 60000 sons did not come a lot of time went by and the time for the yagna to be completed was actually you know that mohrat was coming near so sagar went to his grandchild he said anshuman would you go and look for the house horse Now, who is Anshuman? Anshuman is the son of Asmajas, and Asmajas is the son of Keshini, who is the second wife of Raja Sagar. Now, Keshini's son Asmajas. What is the meaning of Asmajas? Look at the way the names have been chosen. It is like when you read the scriptures, you really wonder what kind of an author was Vedvyasji. and what kind of situation asmanjas asmanjas means confusion confused not good but ignorant that's asmanjas a one who is confused asmanjas tha i did not know what to do i was in double mind so this name was asmanjas but asmanjas was not actually what people saw him to be see many a times the sages do not want to be disturbed that is one characteristic of a sage because once you know the futility of the world the temporary transient nature of every relationship the temporary transient nature of every possession you do not want to indulge in it anymore the temporary transient nature of every conversation everything is hollow everything is empty everything will pass like a passing cloud so the sages do not want to interfere now the thing with asmajas was in his previous birth he had strayed from the path of yoga through evil association the importance of association the importance of the company we keep are we vigilant or we are okay to keep any company as long as we do not get bored type pass i that's what are type hi pass nahi hota bhai type kaise pass nahi hota there is so much to do 24 hours are also less this human birth so precious and you just want to pass it off 
with company of just anybody not being vigilant about whose company you are keeping us but just made a mistake of keeping the wrong association when he was at a very high state of his sadhana and what happened to him is he fell and he remembered his previous birth when he was reborn as the son of sagar now he remembered that i was a tapasvi a yogi very high in my sadhana just because of the wrong company i fell at this birth i am not going to make any error hence i want no company now how do you know whether some company is good or bad right now we know because we know everything we know what is good we know what is bad we that is a problem right now aspajas said i don't know so i don't want any company many people say are dai we have to help the people who are wild do you know who is wild are you wild or he is wild what makes you so sure that you are a good person what makes you so sure that you are an elevated human being what makes you so sure that you have reached and you can help somebody else bhai if you if a trunk a big strong trunk of a tree is trying to sail across one shore to another like you know one bank to another in a river if somebody holds on to it he can also get to the other side but suppose there is a small little twig which is floating barely making it from one side to the other of the bank and somebody holds it not only will the stick drown but so will you so par kai baar na ek stick ko bhi bhrab ho jata hai ki i am a big 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 tree trunk what we consider good that we are doing is something that is normal to human beings humans are supposed to do good there is nothing extraordinary that has to be said or there is no applause you need to get for doing good deeds because that is what it is supposed to be but yes when something negative is being done by you negative is being said by you then scrutiny or a punishment is deserved but no applause is to be given for good deed unfortunately every time a child does something good we say very good so the child feels that oh i have done something beyond the ordinary or beyond the expectations no being good is the human way and this is what asmajas got caught in wrong company again company what company do we keep determines us there are say, there are people right there is a very famous saying bring me five types of people you talk to or you are closest to i will be able to tell what kind of a person you are yes you are the company you keep the birds of a feather flock together yes that is the way it is and you can become the company you keep when you are in the company of a sage when you are in the company of god when you keep looking at his feet slowly his characteristics will get rubbed into you but we do not think like that right we are not very choosy when it comes to company we can be very choosy when it comes to food but we are not choosy when it comes to our company and we'll say oh my god if we start beha- behaving so pickily we will be left alone bhai alone is better it is better to be alone than to be in the company of people who will result into our demise that is it simple so what is good company what is bad company bada confusion hai yes asmanjas ko bhi yahi confusion sa hai his name asmanjas he said last time i was a yogi i got into wrong company i have to come back now i do not want to make any mistake i want no company zero company and for what for that what did he do he started creating illusions bhai tapasvi to the so he had powers so he created illusions he used to behave like a wild fellow he would hit people he would hurt the old people he would go around destroying villages after villages he would burn the huts of the villages and to the extreme his father sagar would wonder what have i done to get a son like this 
he went a step forward because his father was still forgiving him his father was still thinking that he'll become a better person his father was still giving him chances so he said i'll take you a step forward what he did was he started taking catching hold catching hold of babies small babies and he would drown them in the river one baby two baby and this became too much for raja sagar he said what kind of a person are you you bird people you used to hurt people you used to kill people now you are attacking innocent babies you're drowning one baby after another people are asking for justice i disown you as a son and hence now on go to the jungle live there you're not worth being in the company of civilized people that very moment when asmanjas was exiled magic happened all the children that he had drowned came to life again all the houses that he had burnt became normal again all the people that he had hurt were free from any injury all the old people that he had killed became alive again it was just a delusion that he had created so that people would leave him alone and his father would let him go to do his tapasya and heads asbajis made everything all right and he went away into the deepest of villages to do his tap sorry deepest of jungle to do his penance and asbajis son was ajshuban now agar asbajis was so divine how would his son be he was divine that you'll say it is not necessary yes it is not necessary there are a lot of elements some are controllable some are uncontrollable unfortunately for people you we are always focused on the uncontrollable and we do not want work on what we can control by vasna karma everything is not in my control but how i can make my child through my behavior by vyavhar by mannerisms is it by control work on the controllable leave that controllable over here ashmanjas son was ajshuban asmanjas went to the jungles to do his tapasya ajshuban was there and over here raja sagar summoned ajshuban and he said please 60000 of your uncles have gone they have not come back ajshuban please go and look for them and get that horse back my dear child go as fast as you come can and ajshuban said don't worry grandfather i'll be back before you know i'll also make sure that i get my 60000 uncles back with me you sit here and focus on your tapas don't get distracted i will do what is needed saying this ajshuban went away to look for his 60000 uncles at the horse we will just cover this much today because i feel there is a lot to take in this story it it rattles me actually this 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 thing rattles me so much that firstly the realization that we are not independent entities our ancestors our descendants we are like a chain and slight bit of like you know we are the chain and anything that changes in me changes in them just like raja harishchandra by refusing to go to heaven with his body nullified the error done by trishanku isn't it Trishanku wanted to ascend with his body. Harishchandra, in the stories when we read, he refused it. So it was balanced off. So Trishanku's error was corrected by Harishchandra, so that the lineage which comes is not diluted. Again, so again and again, being a part of a greater entity, when you have the power to affect the past as well as the future. it's a big responsibility isn't it with that kind of a responsibility would you not think again would you not be very vigilant about your behavior would you not always be in awareness ki 
because it is not only me which is being affected. The past and the future. And if the past and the future, everything around me is connected. You know this long names of lineages which they give. It is to tell you that you are connected to everything around you. One negative negative thought that we sent into the universe creates a ripple effect. In the same way, one positive thought that we sent to the universe creates a ripple effect. We are the creators. And over here, where his ancestors, where his great-grandfather and great-grandfather, they were not able to hold on to the kingdom, Sagar got the kingdom back. For them, he became a universal monarch. Just imagine, what was lost by the previous generation was gained back by Sagar. When they talk about universal monarch, I feel whatever flaw there must have been in that previous generation's mannerisms was rectified by Sagar. And in the process, he did not punish, he did not suppress any of the negative tendencies he just sublimated he did not dwell with the dwell in the negative he said okay this is the negative tendency it has to be eradicated it was not suppressed he kept working on the positive acknowledging this is bad and slowly removing it and then he had those sons he was able to do the yagna he could become the ruler of his own self the knower of the self the controller of the body and mind and senses. And when this happened, Indra got agitated. The so-called sons of Subhati, which is good thinking, wise thinking, were overpowered by Indra. Right? And they became negative thoughts. And these negative thoughts, when they came in the vicinity of a sage, were destroyed. It's beautiful analogy. And this Asmanja's son was Anshuman. See, wherever there is a confusion, confusion and doubts are not bad. Our scriptures encourage debate. Our scriptures encourage questions. Our scriptures encourage healthy curiosity. But they do not encourage doubt. They do not encourage De-meaning. Shamshay. No doubt. Have faith. Walk in faith and then question. And when that kind of asmajas, positive asmajas, huh? where he knows, he see, I cannot differentiate between the good and bad. So it is better that I stay away. To be very honest, none of us can. We feel that we can. This is bad, this is good. No, it is all a result of our preconceived conceived notions and our conditioning. What is good in our society is bad in another society. What is good for our country is bad for another country. The mannerism we follow, considering it cordial and nice, are condemned in another place. So these are all a result of our conditioning. So then there is an asmajas where you say, Ki pata hi nahi hai. So what do you do? You take shardagati of the scriptures. You take Shadagati of the Lord. You say, Prabhu, Mujhe to nahi samaj aara. Mujhe to nahi pata. Boodha, boodha, boodha mein. Fool, fool, fool I am. Please take over and help. And the outcome of that is Anshuman. And Anshuman has been sent now. I do not know whether it has come across clearly or not. Do read, do listen, do think about it again. It is beautiful. Our scriptures are so amazing. Every time you read them, there is a deeper revelation. They reveal something beyond what you could comprehend. The same story, the same stanza, the same sage in how he must have looked at all the children. But this requires a lot of manan. And mother does not need one to just sit in one corner. No, not needed. We have thousand and one things going on in our mind, isn't it? We'll buy this, we'll buy that. He said this to me, he said that to me. I don't know what will happen. 
all that thought can be replaced by burden of these things. And then see, there will be a sway in your walk, a music in your talk, and life will start becoming better. Scriptures just make a better you. The thought of God makes a better world. They are not telling us to leave the world. They are not asking us to leave anything. They are just telling us to make the world a better place. Na jag chodo, na hari bhoolo, karam kar zindagari me, jiyo dunya me yo jaysay, kamal rehta hai paani me, kamal rehta hai paani me. Jai Shri Krishna, Jai Shri Ram. Shri Krishna Govind Hare Murari, हे नाथ नारायण वासुदेव श्री कृष्ण गोविंद हरे मुरारी हे नाथ नारायण वासुदेव श्री कृष्ण गोविंद रे मुरारी हे नाथ नारायण वासुदेव हे नाथ नारायण वासुदेव हे नाथ नारायण वासुदेव ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय 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 राम लक्ष्मण जान की जय बोलो हनुमान की राम लक्ष्मण जान की जय बोलो हनुमान की राम लक्ष्मण जान की अब जय बोलो हनुमान की बोलो बजरंग बली की जय जय श्री राम जय श्री कृष्ण जय हनुमान जय हनुमान